You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again. Talking everything Buffalo Bills. Getting ready for the start of free agency. Certainly been some fireworks around the NFL this week. News from Aaron Rodgers, trades of Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, and of course the Khalil Mack deal, sending him to the Los Angeles Chargers that threw many fans of the Buffalo Bills into a complete tizzy, um, (laughs) at least the other day when that trade went through. I think as things settle in, Obviously, right, there's still a a lot of players out there, a lot of moves to be made as free agency gets started. And at least in today's episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, wanting to talk about three guys that have been linked to the Bills and to get your thoughts. Um, One of those that comes up first, right, and one of the first names that have been linked to, to Buffalo, Tim Graham had some reports there as well as some others, that there was an interest for the Bills and free agent tight end Rob Gronkowski. Gronk is about to turn 33 years old, obviously well-known by Bills fans, right? A native of Buffalo, of course, tormented by the team for years as a member of the New England Patriots, and that little incident that he had with Tredavious White a few years back. Now, I I try to put the stuff with Tredavious White over to the side, right? Knowing that the team would not do something that would really um, mess with the chemistry, the culture, if there was a real issue that that White had, you know, any of those types of pieces. So, so I try to remove that from the conversation when taking a look at Gronk as an option for the Bills. Certainly still a, a productive player, right? You look at his statistics from last year, still great in the red zone, right? With six receiving touchdowns. 802 receiving yards on 55 receptions and only 12 games played. You look at those numbers, you cannot deny here's a guy that can still play, can still get it done. Um, and obviously, right, can, you know, after coming out of a, a year of retirement during the 2019 season where he came back in 2020, worked himself back into shape, and again, had a really productive season in 2021. The thing for me with Gronk is it's just like, you know, injuries have always been something that, it you know, that he has dealt with. He's certainly not getting any younger. We all know that. And is this a guy that can come in, be healthy, and deliver that, you know, tight end two to Dawson Knox, right? Maybe the team running more tight end sets at his age. Is that something that is, you know, not just that he can be productive. I think if you were just like, hey, you know, Gronk is going to come in on a one-year, $2.5 million contract, there would be no question like, yeah, go ahead and get it done. But of course, as you go to spot track and you look what a contract projection will be like for him, you know, they're projecting one year at around $9.5 million. 
that is, you know, that is not just a, uh, you know, a veteran hanging on type of contract. That's a significant amount of money. And as we know, the bills are working to get under the salary cap right now. $9.5 million, certainly something that Gronkowski has earned. Again, you talk about what he did last year for Tampa Bay. No question from my end that this is a guy that can come in and deliver and continue to play at a high level. It's just the the question of, right, the, the one-year deal, $9.5 million. How much of that are you going to have to kick down the road in void years or whatnot? Is it someone at this age that that is the signing that you're going to make? You know, kind of the, call it like the all-in approach. Almost like the Los Angeles Rams did last year, right? Like, hey, we are going to do these vets on one-year contracts to try and make this work. I, I kind of see Gronk more in that fit. So maybe if it was a lower number, right? I mean, and Mike Gennetti from Spot Track says all the time, these are his estimations based on his analysis. You know, Gronk could get more than this. He can get less than this. But if you're looking at one year, $9.5 million, I'm not sure if that's the one for me. Now, another tight end that the Bills have been linked to is free agent Evan Ingram, formerly of the New York Giants, just 27 years old. Um, And here's a guy that, you know, a lot of question is, you know, is Ingram really a tight end? Is he more of a really big slot wide receiver or a combination of the two? Um, Certainly talented, right? When you look at his, you know, athletic ability, I mean, runs a sub four, five, 40 at the combine has like a 36 inch vertical leap. You know, everything you can talk about with Ingram, you could say to yourself, like, listen, this is a guy that has those traits that the Bills look for, right? When they look for those supreme athletes and what they can do. And still at just 27 years old, right? Here's somebody that has plenty of time left in his career. If you want to pair him up with Dawson Knox, right? Who obviously is in the last year of his rookie contract too. But to really be able to say like, hey, you know, can we have this duo? And again, Engram giving you some flexibility, As we know, Cole Beasley, it looks like his time in Buffalo might be done as he has requested a trade at this time. Now, when you talk about Track and Evan Engram, his contract projection now is a four-year deal for $27 million, about an average of 6.7. And of course, a lot can be done when you talk to different incentives, when you talk to guaranteed money, when you talk about signing bonuses and being able to spread that out over four years. You know, a little bit easier number to swallow, at least as it comes to the 2022 season, if you're looking at something around $6.7 million. But again, with the ability to shift some things over the remaining years of that contract. You know, again, Engram has dealt with some injuries himself. He's dealt with erratic quarterback play in New York, thanks to Daniel Jones and kind of the player that he is. You know, but you look to his 2021 season, You know, only 46 receptions for 408 yards, three receiving touchdowns, did play in 15 games. But there have been those flashes from Engram, most notably, right, in his rookie year, where, you know, for him, it was 64 receptions, 722 yards, six receiving touchdowns. Haven't seen that type of production since that rookie season. And again, oh, by the way, that's kind of with the shift from Eli Manning as the quarterback going to Daniel Jones. So maybe if Evan Engram, right, comes to Buffalo to play with Josh Allen, the Bills offense is something to monitor. But of course, I would be curious to get everyone's thoughts as it relates to Engram and the player that he could be in that prospect, again, is multiple sources 
linking the interest for the Bills to Ingram as a prospect and seeing if, uh, you know, maybe it's a match that really will work when free agency starts this week. Now, the last guy on the list, and again, right, kind of a, I talked earlier about the Khalil Mack trade. And I think when people saw that, you know, a second round pick and a sixth round pick going to the Bears for Mack, I mean, people looked at that cost and said like, oh my God, why wouldn't you jump on that? Why wouldn't the Bills have done that? Now, for Mack, he's battled injuries too, right? He's over 30. His contract, the three years that are left, is significant. I don't have those numbers in front of me, but knowing over $20 million per year, you know, there could be a lot of factors. Maybe the Bills were in the mix. Maybe it was something where Mac preferred to go to Los Angeles. Maybe they weren't in the mix at all. All I'm trying to say is, like, some folks were kind of losing their minds the other day. Like, the Brandon Bean had lost it, that the Bills weren't doing anything um, and I get it, right? Sometimes we overreact when these things happen with other teams. But then shortly thereafter, the report comes out that the Bills and Eagles are two teams interested in Chandler Jones. And I think when we look at Jones as a great pass rusher, again, 32 years of age, so you know, not in the uh, the prime of his career, but certainly still able to deliver at a high level as a defensive end and seeing what he can do. Right. 2021 season, 10 and a half sacks. You go back to 2019, he had 19 sacks, 13 in 2018, 17 in 2017, 11 in 2016. I mean, here's this guy that consistently gets double digit sack numbers each and every season. In addition to that, good at forcing fumbles, seven forced fumbles in 2021. And I skipped over 2020 because he only appeared in five games with uh, because of injuries. In 2019, he eight forces eight fumbles, right? So here's a guy that, you know, is is active in what he does, not just as a pass rusher, but also forcing those turnovers. So when you start to see, okay, the Bills could be in the mix with Chandler Jones. Everybody knows he played at Syracuse, grew up in Rochester, right? Maybe that opportunity for a bit of a homecoming. Of course, just like with any other free agent out there, though, what is the contract going to look like? Right now, according to Spotrac, their market value is three years, just under $44 million per year. So somewhere around $14.5 million per season over a three-year contract. This is the one I'm going to be monitoring most closely. You guys know when I talk about the draft, when I talk about different pieces, right? Like, hey, adding weapons on offense, of course I'm all for. But Chandler Jones is one of those guys, right, growing up as a Syracuse fan, Growing up in the Rochester area, a guy that you always looked at when he was coming out in 2012, is this a guy that could be a fit for the Bills? Now, if there is the opportunity for him to join the club, to be that veteran presence on the defensive line, you know, to be productive, be that starter opposite of Gregory Rousseau with Epinesa and Basham working in as part of that rotation, this is the one I'm most looking forward to seeing what happens. A lot of work still has to happen with the salary cap. None of that is lost on me, right? We've got to see what kind of takes place there. But Chandler Jones being linked to the Bills with interest coming from the club, I am certainly here for it and waiting to see what what definitely takes place. So, you know, I think with all of this, right, there's other free agents that are going to be out there. I mean, listen, I'm still surprised that the Bills have not re-signed Harrison Phillips at this point. 
I thought that was one, and I think many fans assumed it was kind of a sure thing based on you know the the play that he had in the 2021 season. It should be a relatively modest contract. Everything he does in the community, um, that I thought that would have happened, at least at the time of recording this on Saturday morning. It is not it yet, but of course, if it does, we'll update you on buffalorumblings.com as soon as we can. So listen, I'm going to get out of here for now, if you couldn't tell. A little bit under the weather, a little froggy voice this morning. So rather than go on and on, let me know what you guys are thinking, not just on these three free agents, but anything else that's out there. Maybe there's somebody that I missed, somebody that you want the Bills to be linked to. Hit me up on Twitter at Anthemarino at any time or in the comments section here at buffalorumblings.com. I'm going to get out of here for now. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Bills. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.